Uh, well, what I heard is that people used that tape and, like, put layers of it over their carpets and it repelled stains. Yeah. And so they called it scotch tape. No. No. <laughs> it's made uh-uh. of butterscotch. I reject that sticky. joke. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and discuss that topic for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron, and I had more to say about friendlies, but you ambushed me with the start of the show. Okay, give us your hot fribble takes, Louisa, go. <laughs> well, I had a weird experience this morning, because uh, about two weeks ago, I went and had lunch at friendlies on the Kirkwood Highway, and it was bad, but uh, I just wanted something quick. And uh, then this morning, I drove past there to go to the craft store, and it is closed, the sign is taken down, and there's and a big... <laughs> And it says condemned for extreme health violations. (laughs) Well, there's a big sign out front that says leasing. And I'm like, wow, I've never seen a restaurant shut down and turn around that fast. So that was very weird. I felt like I was haunted. A big sign out front that said there hasn't been a friendlies here for (laughs) 30 years this very night. (laughs) And so you recorded a hit teen pop song about it. And now you're the hottest uh, musician on the charts. What could you possibly Wait, be Is there a pop song about a ghost <laughs> restaurant? What? Wait. <laughs> Aren't there... No, there are, there are a thousand pop teen pop songs about a ghost falling in love with a ghost uh, girl, right? I wouldn't say am thousands. I, no. am I, Maybe am like I a somehow, pirate song. Are you thinking think of Teen I'm, Angel? I think I'm melding the popular ghost stories from campfires in the 50s mm-hmm. and the popular songs about teenage girls dying in car crashes in the 50s. Mm-hmm. I think those two mm. things merged in my brain. There you go. I think that you should start a band where you only play Monster Mash style songs about ghosts. I genuinely think that you could get some serious success recording uh, songs that were like just... 50s style do-up songs about Halloween. I feel like those two things go together somehow. <laughs> That's sort of the band Ludo, but not all of their songs are Halloween uh, novelty songs. I think on this show a lot, I come up with ideas <laughs> that I think are great until I find out that somebody's done them and then I hate them. Yeah, I get very depressed when that <laughs> happens too. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, anyway, so what have you been up to on the internet, Jeff? Ah, uh, boy. I... Just, I had something Monday after, uh, like, right after we recorded, and immediately forgot it, so today I was thinking, what have I looked at on the internet? And I discovered, uh, just this past Friday night that the, uh, internet-based sketch comedy group Derek, uh, has been around for a decade. Like, I Mm -hmm. looked at their YouTube channel, and their first videos were posted uh, in April of 20, uh, 2006, and their first, like, sketches <coughs> were posted in August of 2006. Was Derek uh, Comedy the ones who did I'm on a Boat? Was that them? No. Uh, no, that's the Lonely Island. Derek was the one with Donald Glover yeah. and DC Pearson and Dominic Durkis. 
But hold on. But sometimes, sometimes Bobby people, Moynihan. Here's the thing. That sketch group, because we all know that Donald Glover came from it, we knew he came from it before Community started, so why are you surprised that it's ten years old? Uh, I just hadn't thought about it. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, like, oh yeah, I guess those sketches must have happened, like, early when I was in college, but the first ones were posted, like, just before I started college. Hmm. Well, yeah. their movie, uh, Mystery Men. Mystery Men? That's not Mystery it. Team. No. Mystery Team. Mystery Team. I like yeah, that good. movie. Ginny Garofalo was seven in years dark ago. comedy, right? Yeah, that's right. Ben no. Stiller. Ben Stiller, Ginny Garofalo. Um, uh, William H. Macy. Did we talk about Mystery Men last episode? I probably. Think we might have. Paul Rubens. We probably did. We talk about yeah. it in most of our episodes because it's is a it very Paul... odd movie. I think it's Paul Ruben. Is it Paul Rubens? Is there a plural? Yeah, there's there an more S. Than one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was, there's I've been five of wrong. them, actually. <laughs> I've been saying it wrong all these years. You're the duct tape now. <laughs> You're the duct tape now, dog. We didn't talk about that after the show started, so that is just very confusing. <laughs> yeah, sorry, before the show started, we talked about what if Sean Connery were a duct tape salesman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh-huh, that's what this show is mostly about. Yeah, this is a show where three people who do very good impressions of Sean Connery uh, explore different things that Sean Connery might do. For instance, uh, Jeff, what do you think it would sound like if Sean Connery wanted to buy Beats? I'm not going to do it. Oh, come on, Jeff. <laughs> yes, I just think it's me. weird that he's not selling scotch tape. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't lock him down for that? Yeah. He probably wanted too much money. Yep. And it's so like how cheap he needed and a Scottish, guaranteed right? explosion. It's like how the Flavor Wave got uh, Mr. T as their spokesman instead of Flavor Flav, which would have made way more sense. The what? The Flavor Wave, that thing that was like a famous, um, uh, uh, whatchamacallum? Home shopping. Is this like a microwave infomercial? of kind? It was like a plate that you put things on in the microwave, yeah. I think. Yeah, it was. Oh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love how stupid people are that they will buy something that dumb. I have twelve. <laughs> Flavor waves. No, I don't. I don't have any. I just wanted to break the silence Consid- with a joke. <laughs> Considering that you didn't know what it was until a minute ago, that seems unlikely. <laughs> I was just playing dumb. <laughs> I think it's, and I I don't know that I've ever actually seen this, I just am aware of the fact that Mr. T promoted it because of how funny that is. Um, is it, like, a thing that's like a Foreman grill that you put in your microwave so that all the fat runs off of the thing? I thought that's yeah, what probably. it was, and I thought I remembered seeing bacon on it in commercials and stuff, but I'm looking uh-huh. now, and the only images I can find are for a whole little, like, pot, and it's called the Flavor Wave Oven, so maybe they expanded it to that sort of thing. Is it, like, a like a slow cooker? I mean, it looks like a slow cooker, but with clear plastic sides, and I do not know how it works. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I feel like my slow cooker is already, like, the food that comes out of it is amazing, but it's a machine for, like, four baking on things that are then hard to wash off. Yeah. And I don't know that I'd want to see that from the other side. That just sounds like a bad idea. Yep. <laughs> I kind of love the idea like all these cooking products have this obsession with getting the grease away from your bacon as if that's the problem with bacon yeah okay (laughs) everyone 
if you say this thing takes the grease away from my food and also it still tastes good, one of those things is a lie. <laughs> I don't know. When you cook bacon on paper towels in the microwave, it does take the grease away and the bacon's still okay. Yeah, well, when you cook what? bacon in a pan... Are you a prisoner? Cook... Why are you cooking your bacon? You've never of... done this? No, I've Look, never yeah, no. microwaved bacon. What? This is legitimate, because you're you're thinking of microwave bacon. Okay, so it's all weird and flabby and wet. No, no. If you cook it on paper towels, it gets completely dry and crispy. Or you could cook it way... in a pan, like, or, like in It the doesn't oven. get dry enough to crumble up and put on your salad if you do it in a pan. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Louise is right. Um, surprisingly, it's it's mm. really good. And, like, it's one of those things that... It's really one of the only things that you should use a microwave for, yeah. in my opinion. That's why my microwave is filled with bacon grease. <laughs> <laughs> You've just turned it sideways so that it will literally be filled like a deep fryer with bacon grease. <laughs> oh, man, has anyone ever done that? I bet that would be amazing. Uh, yeah, it would I've be an amazing wondered. way to light your house on fire. <laughs> could you, could you, if you turned the heat low enough, could you make a deep fryer with just, like, duck fat or, like, uh, beef tallow? No, that's not right. Is it tallow? Suet, I want to say, but suet? suet's, like, low quality. But I do know what you're saying, yes. And yes, you can fry, deep fry with those, yes. Oh, man, that must be so good. <laughs> tallow Things is fried... rendered beef or mutton fat processed from suet. Okay. That. Okay, so suet's the unrefined stuff. But I when thought I, tallow was just for candles, candles, no? Candles, yeah. When I hear tallow, I think candles. Yeah. When you hear tallow, think candles. That's another uh, sales slogan from Sean Connery. It also used you know to be weird? in McDonald's french fries and is still mm-hmm. in those, like, tube biscuits that you can get. Like, the cardboard tube of it's biscuits. It's so good. It's you the know, best tasting fat in the whole world. It must be on Popeye's fries and in their deep fryers, because, oh my god, the stuff that's fried at Popeye's is so good, it's gotta mm-hmm. be that. It has, like, a meatiness to it. I feel like it's I peanut get... oil, because peanut oil's real good and can get real hot. It's not the same thing though. Do you, have you eaten at Popeyes? Because you'll taste the difference. <laughs> oh no, Popeyes I, now. I've eaten. At Wait, Popeyes. Louisa, could it's you great. could you tell me could you tell me what that pitch would sound like if Sean Connery were a Popeyes salesman? <laughs> Yar, eat it, Popeyes, mateys. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, that's close enough. I think that that's you're you're eighty percent of the way there. Now, Matt, what what would it sound like if you were praising her impression as Sean Connery? <laughs> I think that sounds like a pretty good impression of Sean Connery. I'm mad that you tried. <laughs> no, listen. I have a, I have a justification. We'd already gone through You are all drunk. Of, <laughs> that's part of it. But also, we'd already gone through all the jokes about us not doing an impression of Sean Connery or doing a bad one. So I was in a I was boxed into a corner. I the only way I could go was trying to do an actual Sean Connery impression. Or yeah, see, you were done, making the comedy choice. One. You were making the comedy choice of everything being unexpected being the expected. So you had to go for the expected, which was now unexpected. Exactly. We're like comedy professors up in here. Yeah, and so yeah. you're right. Yes. What are you talking about? Bacon? Online? (laughs) Who? Uh, You know, what are you? Jeff. (laughs) You host so many podcasts, how are you still so bad Uh, at it? I host one podcast (laughs) and participate in two others. (laughs) (laughs) 
this whole time Jeff's been hiding, been trying to hide that he has name blindness, where he can't uh, remember people's <laughs> names no matter how well he knows them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> Lat or Moisa. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I, on the internet, I have a, uh, penchant, let's say, for, <laughs> let's uh... Say it like Sean Connery would say it. I have a, I have a penchant Very for... Very good, yes. He would never yeah, use a you. French accent. <laughs> uh, he would do, he would say French words in a Scottish accent, though. He would be an Egyptian with a Scottish accent <laughs> in Highlander, the greatest movie of all he time. He would say, I have a penchant. He would pronounce it like that, and the director would be like, can you not pronounce it like that, please? Uh, I think that's a really good impression of every director that's ever worked with Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, uh, could you maybe say the words all different when you're saying them? Because yeah. it's bad, the way you're saying them is bad. Uh, anyway, uh, um, I hope he doesn't die before this episode comes out. I think he's fine. He's I feel like, like he's... 87 years old or something. I feel like he can't be killed, though. Highlander might have been a documentary, as Master <laughs> Shake once said. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh my no, god, I was okay. right. He's 87. He just turned 87. Or 86. Good job. You should get a so, job at the carnival being an age guesser. Yeah. So Gene Wilder died this past week, and it's very sad. Yes. But looking at pictures of Gene but Wilder I'm before glad. he died. No, no, no. <laughs> But looking at Gene Wilder right before he died, like, you knew it was happening. Yeah, I was surprised was so many so people... so old. Yeah, so many people on Twitter were like, oh, fuck this year, I can't believe this happened in 2016, too. Like, yes, I'm also sad that he died, but it's not unexpected at all that he died, right? Yeah, he looked like he was made out of... He was like a scarecrow that had been brought to life by a wizard. Yeah, everyone yep. had and assumed he died 20 years ago. I don't know why everyone was like, oh, what a tragic loss of a young life. No, he was like an old, sick man, and it's better that he's not suffering anymore. Do you guys remember when he guest-starred on Will and Grace, I think it was? No. Hmm, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> he was Did on, he? I, th- I think yes, it might have been Will and Grace. Grace in 2003, okay. his last acting Good. role. Yes, that's what I want to talk about. It was his last acting role, and they, they announced it as such, like, before the show aired. It was on commercials that this was going to be his last time performing. Um, and it was the only episode of Will and Grace I ever watched, and... He was pretty senile by that point, so, like, he was clearly having trouble, but he was still... I want to say a billion times funnier than anyone else on that show. <laughs> yeah, he got yeah. an Emmy for that. Of course, I'm he sure did. he did. <laughs> it was like, hey, you somehow managed to swim into a marsh full of garbage and be still good somehow, even though your brain was mostly eroded by time. Yeah, it's weird that I watched Will and Grace, and I don't remember that episode at all. I wonder when he. Uh... Like what the the like wackiest? I wah, 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 wonder. Yep. Sorry. What? <laughs> I wonder what the the craziest wackiest of the um, TV guest spots is. Is it Gene Wilder on Will and Grace, or Prince on The New Girl, or some oh, other there's choice? So many though. Uh, I feel mm. like Marlon Brando might have been on some like late '90s sitcom or something. <laughs> I remember Elton John was on Will and Grace, and that was very weird. That's very bizarre. Is he still alive? I don't, Probably. 
Yes. I remember the episode where Brad Pitt was on Friends. Yeah. And it was like, haha, get it? Because he and Jennifer Aniston are dating in real life, and that's always going to be something that's funny and uplifting, and never something that's super depressing <laughs> when you watch this in reruns. Well, it's even worse. Have you watched it recently in reruns? Because I, I remember uh, the plot. Yeah, I watched it a few years ago, and it was it's about how much she hates him, right? No, how much he hates her. Oh, that's right. It's so much worse. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh! <laughs> uh. I remember this scene, and it was a pretty good joke, where she's talking to Monica, and she's like, you know, I think maybe he's into me. And she looks at him across the party, and he mouths, I hate you, at her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sad. Yeah, Yeah. now it's sad. (laughs) That's the problem. You can't make that kind of joke unless those people are, like, super married. Is there such a thing as super marriage? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think Beyonce and Jay-Z are the only super married couple. (laughs) Yeah, that might Do you be think true. that's going to last? I feel like they both have too much ego to, like, share the spotlight forever. I don't know. They just her publicly, last, like, really, yeah. Her last album was all what, about they, how he's always cheating on her and they still haven't gotten divorced, so I think they might just last forever. Uh, I don't think that that's how anything works. <laughs> if you can get through a little bit of bad times, you can probably get through them forever. I, yeah, I just don't I think don't that's know. the way it goes. Uh, did Rhea Perlman yes. and Danny DeVito get back together yet or not? Because that was kind of like, yes. okay, good. <laughs> that was the one for me where I was like, no, they can't. They they were super married. It's weird, though, because I feel like they both can They definitely can. That's a joke. That's <laughs> yeah. from things. No, here's the thing. Like, that's a joke from things because, like, it seems like it's a dichotomy. But they're both super famous. And, like, okay, I'm just going to be real. They're not super attractive but they are very rich and famous so they could each get somebody stupid to marry them <laughs> is that an upgrade though is the real question i guess i don't i don't know i guess not but you know who do we think who what celebrity would marry danny devito and Rhea perlman i'm gonna okay. say I'm... my pairing is danny DeVito wait do they have to marry Shane both Woodley? of them yeah wait is this one no. person marrying both of them <laughs> it's a poly one person situation. for each Okay. Uh, Danny DeVito will marry Shailene Woodley, and Rhea Perlman Whoa, will who the marry fuck is that? Ta- Taylor Lautner. <laughs> yes, that's 100% true. <laughs> that is a problem. Uh, Shailene Woodley is is the, the cancer girl from The Fault in Our Stars. She looks uh, like she's had, like, eye work done, even she's, though she's very young. She's also, uh, uh, divergent. What do you think about Danny DeVito and Katy Perry? I feel like her star is fading enough and she's desperate enough to be with anyone famous that it could happen. I can see that. Mm, I don't think he'd settle. <laughs> That's probably true. I think Katy Perry's probably a very nice and pretty stupid person. <laughs> oh, you know what? Danny DeVito and Rihanna. Because mm, he, he could just he could still call her Rhea. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> That's awful. I hate it. That was a really great joke that I made. I think I think that's our hallmark that we always make sure we really underline if we ever do any really good jokes. That's what sets us apart from other podcasts. Yeah, well, I think other podcasts feel like they they don't have the self confidence to really hammer home how good they think they are. Anyway. So I'm looking at a whole page of flavor waves here. That's all I've been looking at this whole time. 
a flavor page, if you will. Yep, that's right. Mm. No, a page you wave? <laughs> no. Uh, what have you been up to on the internet besides flavor waves, Louisa? Uh, not very much. Uh, I've been. I was at the craft store this morning. I mentioned that earlier. I've been getting depressed <laughs> over the past few months. Oh, no. By how, well, oh, okay. generally, yes, but also in this small, specific oh, no. instance. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the club, pal. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is, this is a lighthearted one. Okay, good. I uh, thought we were going to get real this episode. I've been getting nope. depressed over we're, the last we're few We're going to delay months. that until next week Cause, yet Guys, because we stopped being polite a long time ago. <laughs> we're, it's about time we started getting real. Mm, that's true. We've been in nope. limbo between then and now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were dead the whole time. Uh, so, uh, oh yes. So it is, it's depressing to, uh, go yep. look around stores, which I like to do sometimes, but it's so completely true now that everything is guaranteed to be cheaper online. I know. That it's no fun. Oh my goodness. I had to go, um, my, my girlfriend was setting up her computer that is now farther away from the router than it was in her old apartment. So I had to get a wireless dongle for her and it, I went, <laughs> yes, Jeff, laugh at the word dongle. You can go ahead. I would have laughed. I just wanted that so snort. Uh, anyway, so I went to Target and I, then I went to Best Buy and I went to HH Greg or whatever mm. the fuck that place is called. And all of them were like 30, 35, $40. And I was like, how is this possible? And I went online and got one for $11. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, the only yeah. stores that it's good to go to in person are, like, thrift stores or clearance food sections stores. of department stores. Yeah, and food stores are yeah. still cheaper. Well, well, and also fresher. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. But I only buy boxed Eternal Foods. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's why, your teeth, that's why your teeth keep falling out. <laughs> yep. Uh, in my dreams, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but even then, like uh, I like to go to Wegmans, and they have a really good international food section compared to a lot of grocery stores. And they have Kewpie mayonnaise, which is a Japanese mayonnaise I like. But at Wegmans, it's five ninety nine for one bottle, and I can get three bottles for five ninety nine on Amazon. So even then, it's kind of depressing. Yeah, Wegmans is really just for if you need weird garbage food right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, I change wait. my thing I, I saw wait to online? Eat these to what? I just spotted a Twitter video of a robot being sad. No, you can't change it, and here's why. Because you need to be punished for always checking Twitter while we're trying to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's... Jeff, what the fuck, man? Please I didn't stop. want to have to listen to Louisa talk. <laughs> no, that is not an excuse. You have a problem. You have a compulsion. Yes, mm. that's true. I have a very bad attention span. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm going to save it for next week because it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Fine. Uh, <laughs> you also need to be punished for interrupting me after I said the word penchant and then just not letting me do my thing on the internet at all. Oh, yeah, anyway. whoops. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh, you do on the internet? <laughs> everyone, everyone is now for the past 15 minutes has been like, he has a penchant for what? <laughs> Yeah, Let's everyone except me and Louisa. <laughs> uh, anyway, I have a penchant for a certain type of video game called an, an idle game, uh, where you sort of set up 
your uh, resources in such a way, and then the game plays itself for a while, and you just sort of check in every once in a while. Have you guys played these games? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I played uh, one that I've seen you playing on Steam a lot called Adventure Capitalist that I think I talked about on this show in like the third episode or something. Uh, Oh, yeah? I fell out of that after a while when I was like, oh, this is just a make-the-meters-go-up simulator. Yeah, there's something really relaxing about them. I feel like it's kind of like watching a fish tank. Like, Mm. you you can't really do anything wrong, so, you know, you just sort of watch the meters fill up, and every once in a while you have to click a thing, but it's a nice, relaxing gaming experience. Hmm. I mean, that sounds pretty good. My my casual gaming, like, floor uh, is Kirby games. It's gotta be, like, Kirby games or more engaging, or I can't mm-hmm. really get into it. Yeah, you have a real boner for Kirby lately, I've noticed, Jeff. <laughs> well, a new one came out recently, and I played it at the library. Uh, uh-huh. Or from, I got it from the library and played it. Uh, and cool. it was it was good. It's just, like, those games aren't hard. You can beat them in, like, a week or less, and it's just, mm-hmm. like, pleasant colors. Oh, cool. Super interesting. <laughs> so, anyway... Yeah, go uh... on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on about your much simpler and less interesting games, you bully. Well, this is what I'm saying. These games are fun because... understand the question I heard. <laughs> I don't know. I changed the wake word to something else and it's still... <laughs> what did, did you, you change say? it to bully? Are you? Uh, is it because of your love of Theodore Roosevelt? <laughs> Hold on. I changed it to... I have to whisper it so that it won't hear. I okay. changed it to echo. Okay. Can I say that I got closer to my microphone when you whispered as if that somehow was the way I could hear you speak? <laughs> I kind of did that too. That was pretty bad. <laughs> We're maniacs. I can't watch Dollhouse uh, because the main character's name is the wake word for the stupid oh, no. machine. And you can't listen to uh, Bob Dylan's early career because of his time with that group uh, Amazon Tower and the Bunny Men. Yeah. Go to you can say it. I have headphones and it won't hear you. Well, yes, I suppose that's true. <laughs> but then the joke doesn't work. <laughs> yep, exactly. So anyway, uh idle games are fun and I like them because I sometimes want to play a game without putting any thought at all into what I'm doing. I like to have games that I put in a lot of thought for a little bit of time and then ignore it for a couple weeks. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly what these games are. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were saying it was, like, uh, resource management. Is that not what, I, what this was about? It is, but it's sort of like, I'm gonna invest, like, I made $10,000. I'm gonna invest that into, like, the the road infrastructure of my city, and then in three weeks I'm gonna come back and see how much more money I've made. Oh, I've made this much more money. Let me split it between education and, uh, you know... Healthcare or whatever. So you've been but, playing the Sim City uh, idle clicker game. <laughs> yeah, it's called City Inc. It's oh, good. I thought you but were the, actually playing the Sim City themed one because I'm pretty sure there is, is one. there one. There, I know well, there's a free to play Sim City game, but I don't know how idle or clicky it is. Oh, I don't know about the Sim City one, but there's one called City Inc. that people on Reddit really enjoyed. So I found it through Reddit and I went there, and it's it is fun. It's good. 
Yeah, the problem I have, though, is I'll, I'll play it one day, and then I'll really like it, and I'll want to play it again the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and then not for four weeks. So, like, I'd run out of resources before I got bored of it. Yeah. yeah, I always have the problem where I get really into a game, but if I skip a day of playing it, then I just don't care, and <laughs> imagining going back to playing it seems like torture. Yeah, that's especially yeah. bad with games like Animal Crossing, where you, things will go bad in your town and your little neighbors won't like you anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh god, I have to go back to that horrible nightmare scene. <laughs> it's like going to a high school reunion where everyone's like, why didn't you keep in touch? We really yeah. missed you. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> it's because I got bored of you after playing every day for four years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's... They they mentioned this on, um, on Cool Games Inc. this past week, but I think it's very true. The fact that so many games now have that aspect of, like, check in every day to see if this thing... Mm -hmm. um, but if you miss one day, it's like, well, I'm never playing that game again. <laughs> yep, that's very true. Because I like to get all the things and do all the side quests, and if I if I know that I missed out on something, I don't want to play the game anymore. Yeah, I've been trying to get into Pokemon again, because you guys talk about that shit all the time, and I want to know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. and, Buzz marketing, uh, it's working! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, but, like, I, I'm so close to having a full set of every Pokemon ever, except for all of those, like, you can only get this at this one time in 2009, and yeah. that's the only time this Pokemon is ever going to be available, and you can't breed them, and you can't trade them, and it's like, well, fuck you guys, I guess, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That gets to me, too, but... Yeah, that's... It's, it's a little frustrating, uh, the way the event Pokemon are... I mean, I get that they want to keep them rare, but it would be nice if it was unlockable by playing the game. <laughs> I just think you should make them, like, breedable, just like, you know, it's really hard, or it's rare that they'll actually hatch into the legendary, so that there can be some in the world. Like, you have to work hard, but at least there's more than the ones that, like, I'm sorry, I was in college at this time, and I was busy doing other things, so I couldn't catch imaginary monsters. Well, they keep announcing on the Nintendo, I follow their Instagram, and they're like, hey, check in this time to be sure to get your legendary whatever. And all the legendary creatures, I don't recognize them. They all have names that are just a bunch of letters strung together, and they all look like just a bunch of points. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of them are like, every month this year to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Pokemon or whatever fucking anniversary we're at, uh, you can get your legendary Pokemons from the past. All you have to do is take your Game Boy to a GameStop and, like, play Pokemon in the store. Like, I'm not fucking doing that. I don't want a bunch of kids talking to me about Pokemon. And, like, I'm pretty sure GameStop is not super thrilled to have people just come stand in their store playing Pokemon. Now, see, you used to have to do that, but now they just give you a serial code at the register, which makes me feel even worse because I can't just, yeah. like, park near the store and sit in my car and do it. I have to go in the store and ask the clerk to print out a thing for me even though I'm not buying anything. Yeah, stop fucking <laughs> shaming me, Pokemon. I don't want to have to talk to a human being and admit that I'm a Pokemon player. I'm already ashamed enough of everything. Thank you very much, you assholes. Yeah, it's now, if you really wanted to be satisfied and get all the Pokemon, you could have downloaded one of the original crappy ones on your 3DS and all of them are available in that. Even the legendaries? 
Uh, I mean, their legendaries in red, blue, and yellow are Mewtwo and the three birds. Oh, yeah, no, I want to have all of them, like, all of them. Not just all of them in the one game I'm playing. You want, like, all 721 Pokemon. Yeah, and I'm at, like, 600 and something. That's but... way more than I have, so good on you. <laughs> it's not hard. You just breed the starters and then trade them online. Oh, yeah. Everyone, wa- everyone wants those starters. <clears throat> well, uh, let's go to our random reddits, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay, we've got three. Jeff, why don't you kick it off? Okay, mine, I got r slash World of Tanks console. Is World of Tanks a game that we know about? It's It's a a game game. that I've heard of. Okay. I also have heard of it. I don't think I have. Okay. I know nothing about it. it. Is it similar to Worms? I think it is a free-to-play, three-dimensional game that is similar to Worms in that you play as a thing that shoots at other things. (laughs) Yes. But it's a thing where you can, like, move a bit and then shoot and, like, change the trajectory of your shooting, and that's basically it. That's the whole game. That seems right. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. There was a game that I played a lot in college for some reason, and I cannot remember the name of it, where, like... It was basically just worms, but multiplayer online, and you could get all kinds of different, like, characters and guns and stuff. Oh, what the hell was that game called? I played one you know like that. I forget what it, what it was called, called? also. No. Oh, damn it, Jeff! <laughs> uh, Lemmings. Let me it was Lemmings. It. Worms clone enter. <laughs> Centipede. Uh, Hedge Wars Artillery? No... Scorched Earth? No. Mm. What if I put in games like Worms? Clones <laughs> and similar games is on the Wikipedia. Uh, Liero? No, that doesn't sound like a real game. Liero was one that I think I played in college. Uh, Gusanos? <laughs> Oh, look, Tank Wars came up as one of the games like Worms when I put it in that. So, there you go. Gunbound! What? It was Gunbound. The one I was thinking of is called Gunbound. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I played that one. Number four in the list of games like Worms. Yeah, I played that one for a while. I remember, like, being super into it for about two weeks and then stopping caring. Yeah, that seems about right. (laughs) Uh, What did you guys get on random? Louisa... I got r slash Chance the Rapper, which makes me a little bit nervous because I certainly have heard of Chance the Rapper, but I do not think I've ever heard any of his music. I've heard Jeff Jeff doing one of his raps into a microphone once. Mm, I don't think so, because I don't know any Chance the Rapper songs. Isn't he the guy who did the rapping? Oh, am I thinking of Del the Funky Homo Sapien? Yeah. Damn it. You're the problem. Well, now listen, I'm confusing two very similar rappers that I've never seen the faces of, so their race does not enter into this. Oh, wow, why did you assume that it was about race? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Plus, I think just from hearing the names Chance the Rapper and whatever you said, the funky homo sapien, I think I could probably guess his races. Wow. Why? (laughs) 
<laughs> you have to delete this. Or... You have to delete all of this. <laughs> I'm saying only a stoned white guy would call himself something the funky homo sapien, right? Uh, he's oh, a stoned no. black guy. Thank Damn you very much. Del, <laughs> Del the funky homo sapien and Chance the Rapper are both black guys. And they're both stoned, question mark? <laughs> Probably. I mean, they're rappers. What else are you going to spend your rap money on? So my random uh, Reddit Was that is... racist? I don't know. That's why I'm moving Cut all that part out. So my random subreddit... Wait, I gotta get a good edit point. <laughs> so my random subreddit is indecipherable. It's it says admin craft yeah, is the name of it. I was trying to figure I, out if that was a play on Minecraft, and if so, why? I think it is, <laughs> but without reading any of the text on the screen, I cannot I cannot answer that question. Mm. I think it is definitely something to do with Minecraft, though. Hmm. Do they have admins which, in that game? Which one do we Maybe. like? Uh, okay, well, two of them are about video games, and one of them it might lead us to racism. I think we might could probably it... find racism in all of them, if we tried. Would it lead us <laughs> to solve racism, to though? Maybe. Maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe we should challenge ourselves to, to combat racism. I mean, that is the white man's burden, to solve racism. <laughs> <laughs> that's the new updated non-racist white man's burden, as opposed to the super racist old white man's burden. I'm gonna run with Louise's <laughs> assumption that admincraft is about Minecraft admins, in which case I cannot imagine a more boring subject for a subreddit. And I don't want to do World of Tanks console because I don't because think I we cannot know imagine a more boring video game. <laughs> we could uh, we could chance try the rapper then. Yeah, I think it's I think gotta so. be Chance the Rapper. If it was World of Tank memes, I think that we would have everything to talk about. <laughs> Anything that has memes in it is definitely going to be our thing. <laughs> we love memes. They're very we do. It's true. We are the ultimate meme arbiters on the internet. Maybe we are. I mean, we're definitely not, but maybe we are. <laughs> All it takes okay. is believing in yourself, I guess. Okay, so let's get into Chance the Rapper. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I have one question immediately, and that is, who is Chance the Rapper? <laughs> Yes, He's I... a rapping man from Chicago. The uh, header has a picture of him, and it's very nicely done. A nice photograph with bright colors. And uh, now that I see mm -hmm. his face, I have seen him before. I still really? don't know any of his music, so that's worrying. Uh, he does not look familiar to me at all. <laughs> I think he's friends... I think he's friends with Ka Kanye West. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Can you stop purposefully mispronouncing things on this word, Jeff? Because it, it's not helping us. Uh, British I, people pronounce it Kanye West. That's why I did that. I, I said mispronouncing, and I meant mispronouncing. <laughs> British people can't pronounce things as much. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, I think he's uh, he's he's uh, hip hop cohorts with Kanye West. I'm pretty sure he rapped on his new album. What? Okay. Why? Why? It, what? What is his thing? Like, what is it about him? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. There's no clues. There's no sidebar to this Reddit. There is a picture of probably an album cover. It's a square picture of him looking up. It's signed. And then it says in the corner, 10 day, the next line, acid rap, next line, coloring book. 
So one of those might be the album title, or they all might be, or they might be the names of songs. Is it possible that this is his coloring book? Yeah, is, is it that, possible is that, that he's, he's released the, the ten day acid rap coloring book? Could, it's like a, could, a diet in coloring book form. Could the name Chance the Rapper be ironic and he doesn't actually rap? Oh, he maybe. just produces co- coloring books. That what if he doesn't take chances it. either? That is how you would trick Gen X people like me who don't, who already feel like we're not going to get it. You'd make sure they didn't get it by saying, oh, you're so dumb, you think Chance the Rapper actually raps? And the best way to market <laughs> yourself is to make people sure that they don't know what you're doing. <laughs> it is to young people, because that's what they want. They want to see me be confused. <laughs> that fuels their hatred. <laughs> So many of the posts, especially the top posts of this thing, are um, are text, and I cannot read and do, do jokes at the same time, yeah. so I have to skip them. Oh, look, Coloring Book, the full LP. So I guess it is, a, Coloring Book is the name of the album. Uh, it looks like he has another album called Acid Rap, so I guess those that is a poster for three of his like ah. mixtapes slash albums. It tricked me because it's square, so I thought it must be an album cover. Yeah. Now, is this some kind of mashup thing like a girl talk would do? <laughs> That'd be pretty uh, bold if you mashed up your own works, all your past works into one album. <laughs> I, it's... Would that not be a uh-huh. bit masturbatory, though? <laughs> yeah, but that's fine for a musician. Musicians are always like that. <laughs> Listen, ev- musicians have to masturbate just like the rest of us. <laughs> That's on those public health posters. Yes. <laughs> oh, guys, I just discovered Hi, he's I'm... 23. Hi, I'm Adam Duritz from Counting Crows, here to tell you everyone <laughs> has to masturbate, even musicians. My name is Adam know. Duritz, and I'm here to say <laughs> that I've been... <laughs> I'd like to take a major. chance on rapping to you today <laughs> about masturbation. <laughs> Yar, I'm Sean Connery, and uh, actors also must do this. Yar. My name's Chance the <laughs> Rapper, and I'm here to He's say that I'm album. into jacking off in a major way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that classic uh, Counting Crows song. That was I off think... of the Shrek 3 soundtrack, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, Shrek the 3rd, you mean? There's no movie called oh. Shrek 3. Is there really not? Wait, wait. Is there a movie called Shrek the 3rd? Yes. Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek the Turd, and Shrek the Turd, no. And Shrek (laughs) Forever After. Not yet, Uh, it looks like his real name is Chance. His name is Chancellor Bennett, and he's 23 years old. Ah, see, I was going to say. Chancellor is an awesome name. Yeah. I was going to say, I do, I do, my music tastes do skew too heavily towards white people. I know that's true. But I was going to say, I specifically feel like I don't know who Chance the Rapper is because I mostly like music from before he was born. And if he's only 23, <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah, he was yeah, born that... in 1993, so yeah, I guess that's... Yep. I'm off the hook, I guess? I'm probably not. I'm not off the hook. You still, you still don't like black people's music. Oh, enough, I, I wasn't trying to say or think that. The first, <laughs> the first hip hop album he listened to, bought and listened to was Kanye West's first album in two thousand four. I find that very interesting because now they're uh, colleagues in rap. Yo, is which which Kanye West album is that? The College Dropout. I believe it has Jesus Walks on it. Oh, that's a pretty good album. 
Yeah, I mean, as far as first albums go, that's, like, that's up there. Can I just say that it makes me very upset that I genuinely think Kanye West is one of my favorite hip-hop artists, and also that he might be the worst human being currently alive. <laughs> it's I don't interesting. Know about that. But he's, uh, you're right, because Chris Bet Brown is still alive and a hip-hop artist, so yeah, he's worse. Uh, I mean, I don't think Kanye West has ever been a, an abuser of women. He's just kind of okay. an obnoxious person. Maybe not worst person alive. Maybe, would stupidest person alive be fair? Mm, he's got some problems. Unwilling to get help for his mental problems that he has talked about in his music in the past. I think also there's something simultaneously charming and infuriating about how self-centered he is to the point where you're not sure if it's a bit or not. Sometimes I'm like, he has to know he's doing this, right? I mean, here's the thing. He is the best hip-hop producer living today and is at best an average... He's at best an average rapper. <laughs> You're just I don't know that who I baby said that. <laughs> Matt, back me up here. <laughs> I do. I've heard of Babyface. <laughs> he did all the R and B stuff in the '90s, basically. Yeah. Was it he? His big thing was. Did he? Was he the one who created On Vogue? He might or... have. Yeah, he definitely worked with a lot of like Tony Braxton and uh, yeah, a lot of the women in R and B. What was the other band that was almost exactly like On Vogue? Uh, Sisters mm. with Voices? No. No. Um, I know what you mean. It'll come to and me. And they, they teamed up to do a song, which is the most confusing thing in the whole world, because it's just got eight people with identical voices singing a song. <laughs> well, they did something with TLC. You're not thinking of TLC, no, are you? No, it wasn't TLC. Hmm, boys to Men. See, oh, yes, it's Boys to Men. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> End of the road. It's the gender swapped. Ruined my, uh, ruined my childhood. Oh yeah, when they rebooted Boys to Men as Ed Vogue. <laughs> remember, remember when Boys to Men from that Mirror Universe came over to do a, a duet with uh, on Vogue, En Vogue, on Vogue. Uh, was it Salt and Pepper? No, it wasn't Salt and Pepper. Because they did Maybe a song together. it was together. TLC. Yeah, but but at the time TLC was not distinct. And then later on, TLC sort of made their own way. What song was that? Was that giving him something he can feel? Maybe. That sounds right. Not the name of that song. That sounds horrible. (laughs) What? Why? Because it's gross. (laughs) Well, you can say it's gross, but it's not horrible. It's, I mean, horrible can mean horribly gross. (laughs) Okay. Like, if I said, if I said, hey, could you reach into this trash can and pull out that cup of pudding, you would say that's horrible. (laughs) You could say that's horrible and it wouldn't be out of place. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Kanye West is not wrong to be full of himself because he's very good at what he does. Sure, but he is wrong to be so full of himself that he, like, harms the people around him. Does he, though? Yeah, I mean, does he? say what you will about, like, Taylor Swift, but he did push, like, push her out of the way of her own acceptance speech at the Grammys that one time. Yeah, but that was yeah, kind of I also a, think that that was planned. Yeah, that was like a, um, I feel like that was a, uh, like a peaceful protest in a way. Like, they can't be completely harmless or no one will notice that they're happening. 
Who's the they in this? That was the VMAs, actually. That wasn't even the Grammys. Yeah. Who's the they in that sentence, Louisa? Is this a racial thing? I forget what I said. uh, What did I say? I think it's the award show. Yeah. I I took that to mean the award show can't be harmless or no one will pay attention to it. Oh, a protest. Uh, But it could also be... Yeah, a protest can't be... Yeah. I said harmless like I tried to say it to mean, like, I don't think anyone was actually harmed in that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, because everyone took Taylor Swift's side. Yeah. Yeah, and I get it, but it's also, like... I think that that is a totally a thing that Kanye West and anyone of a racial minority group should be doing to the white establishment in general. I just feel kind of like it's kind of a bummer for Taylor Swift as an individual. Especially because later in the night, Beyonce did win best video of the year. Yeah. Uh, which is strange because best video by a female artist went to Taylor Swift doesn't that make everyone else ineligible for best video of the year? That's, Shouldn't it just be between the best male artist and the best female artist? That's happened a lot, though. Like, uh, what was the thing where there was one movie that won every award except for best script writing in, at the Oscars one year, and it was like, uh, guys, <laughs> yeah. how is that possible? But best screenplay isn't a subset of the others. It would be like if Toy Story 3 won Best Picture and then didn't win Best Animated Picture. Yeah, I think that's fair. But, like, sometimes, uh, like, whenever an animated film is nominated for Best Picture also, it wins Best Animated Picture because obviously it would. And and also because it it can't possibly win Best Picture. Yeah, like, obviously it's the best animated feature if it's the only animated feature that was also nominated for Best Picture. I guess yeah. so. I don't know. I think but not all, not all awards work like that, so. I think it's possible that, like, that Best Video by a Female Artist is being judged on different criteria from Best Video overall. Yeah, could, yeah, that's true, could, but the video for Single Ladies is one of the best videos of all time, of all time. Now, how yeah, about, and so. it won that award. It didn't win, it's not one of the best videos of all time for females, or by a female art, I don't know what I mean. How so many like. groups are there, though? Because is there best male artist, best female artist, and best group? Uh, I don't know. Because, yeah, then I want to say, then where do you put groups if you don't have something separate for them uh yeah groups might also be in there in which case the finals should just be between the three yeah right Uh, like it should just be between everyone who won an individual category best video hey guys what what are your picks for the vmas this year um uh... (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because no one ever watches music videos anymore uh, the only one I've pilots. seen in two, the past two uh, years probably was uh, uh, Anaconda by uh, Nicki Minaj. Was that this year or was that last year? Oh, I remember that. That was very upsetting. <laughs> that was like two or three years ago. Damn it. Uh, it looks, there's a bunch, okay, there's a bunch of categories. There's video of the year, which should be between the following categories. Best male video, best female video, Best pop video, best rock video, best hip hop video, best electronic video, breakthrough long form video. And then there's other technical categories also, but I think that those should be the category, like, it should be between those seven people for video of the year. But what if there's overlap between those? What if you have a uh, pop country video? So, Jeff, what you would like to see is that the VMAs become like a Sweet 16, where teams are uh, teams or individuals. 
are judged in semifinals before it gets right down to the main event. See, I thought you went Sweet 16. I was thinking gladiatorial blood matches where, <laughs> you know, you win your division, you've killed off all of the other competitors, and then you get to go on to fight in the larger arena. I don't understand the Sweet 16 reference. Yes, College basketball. That. Is this a reference to the um, MTV series My Super Sweet 16? Yes. Yeah, why did you say Sweet 16 then and not March Madness? Because I was trying to keep the flow going and I couldn't think of March Madness in time. Is it but spelled Sweet S-U-I-T-E or S-W-E-E-T? Yeah, they do all their fucking basketball games in a hotel ballroom. <laughs> That's well, why. Uh, they don't... Did Zach and Cody ever have a TV special <laughs> called Sweet 16 spelled S-U-I-T-E? Oh my god, they should have. It's too late. <laughs> now they're probably in yeah now they're both like now. 25 yeah. <laughs> one of them is playing jughead in the new uh in the new river uh riverdale show on the cw i'm very excited That's gonna be probably both of them switching out so that they can film more easily that would be great but they don't look alike anymore mm, i'm pretty sure they were identical twins yeah they have to work only two hours at a time like babies <laughs> Yes, they are babies. <laughs> yeah, twins are legally babies. It's it's weird. There's this thing in acting contracts where the 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 age you were at when you got your first acting gig still applies to all of your acting contracts for the rest of your life. <laughs> hmm The 10th episode of the second season of The Sweet Life of Zachary that's why, is called Not Not So Sweet 16. That's why that's why uh who was the Gerber baby John Cusack? <laughs> No, what? Who was the Gerber baby? Nobody famous. What are you saying? I don't think it was John Cusack. I'm sure that there is a, a famous actor who was the Gerber baby. There was a rumor that it was someone famous, but I don't think it actually was. Uh, it was probably um, Marilyn Humphrey Manson. Humphrey Bogart was not the, the Gerber baby, according to Snopes. So I guess that's it. <laughs> I, like, why would it be, why are the two choices Humphrey Bogart or John Cusack? Well, I don't know where I were alive at the same time. I don't know where I got John Cusack from. Apparently, Elizabeth Taylor was the one that was the big rumor, but it wasn't her. I see. Anyway, I'm going to pretend it was for the purposes of this joke. That's why Elizabeth (laughs) Taylor had to record all of her films while wearing a diaper. That's the joke (laughs) I was going to make. Yeah, good one. (laughs) She could only eat baby food because she had that lifetime supply from when she was a baby. Have you heard of a thing where people on diet That's a bad thing for a baby food company to give somebody a lifetime supply of baby food. (laughs) Of anything. (laughs) A lifetime supply of diapers. Yes. Um, Have you heard of this thing where people eat baby food when they're on a diet? Yes. I have seen adults who eat baby food, but I didn't know it was a diet thing. I just thought they were gross moms. How does that make... How does that help you lose weight? Isn't baby food designed to help babies gain weight? Isn't that important for babies? It comes in, like, 12-calorie jars, though. I think it helps you lose weight real fast, like, because then there won't be any fiber in your body. So, like, you'll... Like, if you need to lose weight by the weekend, like, it'll help you do that, I guess. And also health. It will also oh yeah, help you of lose course. Health. <laughs> Anything that helps you babies lose weight don't... fast is bad for you. Uh, babies do, uh, need to eat about fifty-five calories per pound of weight. <laughs> How long do you cook them <laughs> per day? <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, I think that you can just throw it in the deep fryer, and when it starts floating, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> uh, would a baby float if you put it in a deep fryer? After Only most one way of to it find out. Cooked, it would, yeah. 
I think once you rendered off some of that fat, that baby fat. It doesn't fat float though. <laughs> you can just wait for it to grow up, and then the baby fat will all be gone. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. I guess if it took a deep breath before you threw it in the fryer, it would probably float. Anyway, Chance the Rapper is probably pretty good. I guess I don't so. know. Like, I feel I, I feel like if we were on a an IMDb, an IMDb, uh, a Reddit for a band, they would tell us something about the kind of music that that band does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does hip hop. Well, that's not helpful. That's a whole genre. It wouldn't just say like if we went to Nickelback r slash Nickelback, it wouldn't just say shitty music. <laughs> It sure? would say hard rock. It yeah. would just say hard no, rock. No, it I wouldn't just it. say hard rock. It would say Wait, there's an easy way to check this. Alright, <laughs> I'm doing it. Nickelback. R slash nickelback. For the listener, the don't worry now. because I remembered which music video has all four members of In Vogue falling in love with Mackay Pfeiffer, and it was Don't Let Go. Oh man, R slash Nickelback is really depressing just from the get go. It has a yeah. banner at the top that says "All Hail Chad Kroger." Ugh, gross. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I must have spelled it wrong because uh, I got a different one. <laughs> Maybe I spelled it wrong. One of us definitely spelled it wrong. Is it? N- oh yeah. Is it N I C K L E B A C K? No, it's E L, as as evidenced by the fact that on the one that you went to, all the links are labeled that way. Also, okay. that's fine then. Oh, I see the one that Matt looked at, which is, uh, it's got some comic sans, like, it's very, uh, yep. ironic. <laughs> Wait, uh-huh. is the coin spelled E-L and yes. the element spelled L-E? Possibly. Okay, because hmm. I... Let's find out. <laughs> uh, Welcome back to our to episode of Searching for Things on Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this show is, pretty much. It yeah, really... the coin... Uh, sorry, the chemical element and the coin are both spelled E-L. Is there no L-E? Why do I have the instinct to spell it that way? I think because it's that's a... that's the way that looks right. I think it's a German word. And I think you want to spell as if it was an English word. Uh... Uh, I have to pee too bad to wait until the end of the episode. Uh-huh. Because I've been drinking iced tea this whole time. That's on you, dog. I peed before the show started, but Oh, this is good, because I can flip my pot roast real quick. You yeah, guys, just vamp for like a minute. Yeah. You guys are the fucking worst human beings ever. I'm just gonna keep talking while you guys are gone, and then later on, when you listen to this episode, which you never will because you're the worst people, you will hear me talking about how you're the worst people. Oh, fucking. Oh, and you left your headphones near enough to the microphone that it's picking up my echo, so I can't even use these... Not great, but okay jokes uh, on the show because the audio quality is terrible because you left your fucking headphones too close to your fucking microphone. You guys are the worst. I can't believe you're still not back. I can't believe you haven't made it back yet. How is that possible? Oh my god. You guys... I thought I was doing this show with professionals. And by professionals, I mean dumb idiots, I guess. <laughs> like me. I'm also a dumb idiot. I'm back. 
I was talking for a while there, but somebody left their headphones too close to their microphone, so it was just echoing back to me what I was saying, and it <laughs> got really weird. Did you pretend you were a baseball announcer? Oh, I should have done that. That would have been way better than just feeling sad. <laughs> <sighs> it is so hot today. And it's not actually hot, but it's cool enough for the air conditioning to not be on, so it feels so much hotter. I'm dying. Where the fuck is this hurricane everyone is talking about? Is it still going to happen? They promised it was going to be rainy all weekend. I'm very disappointed. I wanted it. Yeah, me oh, too. I was so excited for it to be rainy this weekend. Mm-hmm. This is the problem. This is why Hurricane Sandy caused so much devastation. Because they always fucking cock-tease us about these hurricanes, and then they never happen, and so when it actually does happen, everyone's like, well, it's probably not going to really happen. Yeah, and I know they're always like, well, we have to make sure people uh, uh, stay alert in case it does happen, which is absolutely true, but people don't work that way. And if they stay alert five times and nothing happens, they're not alert anymore ever again. Yeah, and also, if you're going to spread mass panic about a hurricane and then you find out it's not going to happen, you have to put as much effort into being like, okay, guys, it's not going to happen this time, but next time, maybe. Because if you just, like, let it go, like, oh, I guess that didn't happen, and don't tell anyone, then, like, people are still going to be on edge. Like... I've heard people, I've heard of people still hoarding supplies weeks after, a, like, a hurricane scare yep. went by, and there was zero chance of it hitting anymore. I feel like the Red Cross is way too, um, uh, uh over-cautious anyway, because remember they told people to withdraw money before the year 2000 in case Y2K destroyed all the banks? Yeah, well, that was a good idea, though, <laughs> because Y2K did kind of hit just, like, 12 or 13 years later. That's true. You shouldn't have had any money in the banks by then. <laughs> yeah. They gave you ample time to take your money out of the banks. Yeah, it's true. So, part of my brain this whole time has been uh, taken up with trying to find out which song In Vogue and TLC did together, and I got fucking nothing. They did do a song together, though, didn't they? They absolutely did. And if I Google En Vogue TLC song, all I get are individual results or the fact that apparently they're both on tour together. Well, that's boring. I'm back. Good, I guess. <laughs> did You left your, your headphones close enough to the microphone that I could hear myself echoing back to myself, and it really freaked me out. Oh, weird. Duet. En Vogue TLC. I put in En Vogue TLC duet, uh, and some things came up about their current tour together, as Louisa said. But it also said, did you mean En Vogue TLC diet? (laughs) And I I need to know what that is. It's just baby food. (laughs) Baby food and flavor wave (laughs) roasted chickens. (laughs) Therapeutic lifestyle changes diets. Well, you know that's not what I meant when I typed in TLC, you fucking asshole. (laughs) Google. Yep. Featuring F Mob. Uh, is it F Mob? Your Beauty question and answer by Rosanda Chili Thomas. She was in TLC, right? Yeah, she was the C. Chili? Yeah. She was the penguin that was in TLC? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, what? Yeah, it was it was Tom Turkey. Uh, uh, it was a penguin. Chili. No, no, it was a penguin, a beholder, and 
what was the third one's nickname? Fuck. <laughs> T-Boz? Yeah, T-Boz. Can I make a joke about T-Boz? Uh, Tom Bosley. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Beholders have more than uh, two eyes. You don't, they don't know have if left it's, eyes. You don't know if it's the left eye or the right eye in that beholder. <laughs> they have, like, a hundred eyes. Yeah. Which left eye? <laughs> I I love the idea that Tom Bosley would be on stage with the other two members of TLC. I know that that a doesn't make A penguin and a beholder? Sense. No, it's even funnier if it's the actual other two members of TLC. <laughs> uh, Tom Bosley is adorable. And he's dead. Rest in peace, Tom Bosley. Yeah, I guess I should have said was. But, I mean, I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and the picture is still adorable. So. <laughs> is he wearing a sweater? Uh, no, he's wearing yeah, a tie. He's a, he, he's a skeleton now. Yeah, for sure. He didn't die that long oh, ago. Oh, okay. This is Tom... Bo- six years. Yeah, that, uh, it takes longer than that to be Tom just Bosley. a skeleton. Uh, does it? Six years? I, I think you'd be a skeleton. I'm sure it does. Mm, how long does <laughs> it take to become a skeleton? You go through black putrefaction after eight months or something, which is the last stage of decomposition before, like, dust and bones. Yeah, but then you're all covered in- buried, Your bones are covered in, like, jerky after that for a while. You're thinking of mummies. Bur- no, no. Do we when have any- buried six- Sorry. <laughs> Jeff. I have the answer. Uh-huh. Yeah, but when buried six feet down without a coffin in ordinary soil, an unembalmed adult normally takes eight to twelve years to decompose to his. Oh, see, huh. so it would be even worse than that because I'm sure he has a coffin at least, I and mean, he's probably embalmed. He's probably he's, embalmed. Yeah. Do we have any evidence that Tom Bosley was not turned into a mummy? Oh no, we don't. Yeah, this is what yeah, I'm that's saying. That's true. It was probably in his will that he had to be turned into a mummy and put inside of a pyramid. Okay, here's what I'm saying now. Is there any market for us writing a movie about a mummy coming back to life and everyone thinks that it's going to kill everyone, but it turns out it's just the mummy of Tom Bosley and he's just friendly? It's just a super chill mummy? <laughs> yeah, like, su- that's the title of the movie, Jeff. You hit the nail right on the head. Super chill <laughs> Wait, mummy. Wait, that full... Se- it, it's a, like... It's just a super chill mummy question mark is the full title of the movie. I think we should get rid of the question mark. And now that you've said that, I think we should market this entirely to stoners. (laughs) (laughs) So Tom Bosley, does he still solve crimes like he did on uh, Father Dowling Mysteries? Yes, but also he takes really nasty bong rips. Oh, and they help him understand the mysteries of the universe so he can't solve the murders until he gets high. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Wait, this is genuinely a good idea. Not the Tom Bosley thing Who's... anymore. I've moved past that. But a Who's movie... playing Tom Bonesley in this movie? <laughs> no, that's not a good joke. Um, I yeah, gen... but who's playing him anyway? I genuinely think you could make a really good stoner mummy movie. I think that that is the perfect monster to be a stoner. Yeah, okay. Well, what about a Frankenstein? Too too obvious, I think. Do you want to get... Wait, does one of the monsters smoke weed in Monster Squad? I've never seen Monster Squad, but by all accounts, I would love it. <laughs> yeah, it's the... Like, we're the target audience for that movie. None of us have seen it. I don't remember. We should remember. figure what out a way is? to make that happen. It's the movie where uh, all of the classic Universal movie monsters join the police force and become a, a team of 
crime fighters. When did this movie come out? I thought they just hung out with kids. I think... Like 1987. I think they become hmm. police officers. I don't know about Weird. this movie. Wait, no, that's police squad. What? <laughs> I Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've just been tricked by the name squad. Uh, Hold on, I'm going to read the description on IMDb. Is Harley Quinn in any of these squads? <laughs> yes. Yeah, she wait, dates Frankenstein. Wait, the Monster Squad, the monsters are the bad guys in Monster Squad? Well, what the fuck? That sounds terrible. Why wouldn't they be the bad guys? Because They're the bad guys in all of their movies. Yeah, the only thing that would make me want to watch the Monster Squad is if it was a, a bunch of monsters that became good guys and fought criminals. That would be amazing. Yeah, a league of extraordinary did, monsters. If you did RoboCop, but instead of Robo Roboat, instead of being part Roboat as RoboCop is, <laughs> if if RoboCop was instead a team of Monster Men, that would be an amazing movie. Which is what I always thought Monster Squad was until right now, looking at this uh, description of it, where apparently a young group of monster fanatics attempt to save their hometown from Count Dracula. That just sounds like <laughs> something that would be on Nickelodeon. So, in fact, yeah, when we part- come down to it and we talk about things happening in pop culture, what actually ruined your childhood was Jeff telling you about Monster Squad. I think what ruined my childhood is uh, <laughs> is the, the real facts of what happened during my childhood. Yeah, that's always the way it's going to bring you down. Yeah, right? <laughs> If you can continue to imagine that your childhood was better than it was, it's going to be better than it was. Guys, part part Gilman, part machine, all cop. Wait. <laughs> Is this a creature from the Black Lagoon thing? Yeah, he's called the Gilman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is this your pitch? What would... Be- uh- well, I he it's because you mentioned it being like Robocop. Is that not just uh, Abe the Sapi- Abe Sapien from Hellboy? Oh yeah, I guess kind of. Right. I he was going to say that if you're robot gonna... suit. He he's part Gilman, part machine, and uh, all cop. Yeah, I guess you're. If right. you're gonna oh, okay. this pitch tracks. this police procedural, which are still super hot for network channels right now, uh, yes. you're gonna need the perfect title. What is that title? Wait, no, okay, but we've already established that the Gilman thing is done in Hellboy already, but I think that you could incorporate the Gilman into a legitimate police procedural because what is hotter right now than police procedurals and supernatural TV like mm-hmm. dramas? Yeah. A police procedural. BLPD. A police procedural. Black Lagoon Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, stop it. If you're gonna, if you're trying to say that the anchor of this police procedural would be the fucking creature of the Black Lagoon and not one of the way better monsters, you're wrong. Please call him the Gill Man because that's a much worse name. Oh my god! And you could have the guy who played Gil Grissom on CSI be him as like a wink to the audience. <laughs> that's so stupid! I hate that. No, but seriously. A genuinely good idea that I'm surprised has not already happened is to make a TV show that is the premise that I thought Monster Squad was, <laughs> that is uh-huh. all of those monsters getting together and fighting crime, like joining the police force. Why would they join the police force, yeah. I guess, is the one question. I'm sure I'm sure Sleepy Hollow would have become that if it didn't get cancelled. I mean, yeah, probably. Although they got... The problem with every supernatural drama show is that eventually it gets very into Bible stuff. And does anyone <laughs> like that? No. Yeah. I uh 
did you hear about the new bad police procedural based on a public domain property coming up? Uh, wait, yes. let me guess it. Is it uh, The Three Musketeers? Close. Okay. Louisa, did you hear about it, or do you have a I guess? I did hear about it, yeah. So I have to recuse okay, myself. Okay, then I will... I will tell you. Wait, 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 wait. Can I have just 1,000 more guesses? (laughs) Yes, sure. The only thing, the only rule is you can't wish for more guesses. (laughs) (laughs) It's a female led police procedural based on Oliver Twist. Oh, I did see a thing about that, although I didn't know it was a police procedural. I thought it was just an Oliver Twist adaptation. That's stupid. And. I don't know how any of that works because I don't know what the plot of Oliver Twist is. In the press release, they say something gross about it being a sexy modern update. Like, are oh, you fucking barf. kidding me? Like, you wrote that and you put that out in the Louisa, public? Come on, there's something a little bit sexy about uh, orphaned uh, 11-year-olds. Mm, this episode is going to be played gonna... in court one day. <laughs> <laughs> are those orphans going to bang? <laughs> Wait, okay, is it, did you say it's a modernized? Yes. Yes, okay. modern day. Can you explain the to me? The main characters are women somehow. Can you explain to me how this could possibly work? Like, Oliver Twist didn't ever fight crime. He caused some crime, if I remember the story. I really hope it's called Olivia Twist. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's it that's all i had to say i guess the idea would be like how sherlock has his irregulars then this olivia twist would just have a group of street urchins who could give her information but is she not a street urchin because that's pretty key to that character uh maybe she came up oh my as a god street is this urchin, gonna be about a homeless police officer she went to cop school so she's reformed okay. <laughs> hang on in what way is this an adaptation of Oliver Twist if the person isn't an orphan, doesn't live in London, and isn't learning to be part of a child gang? Because that is 100% of the plot of Oliver Twist. What if it's, like, never been kissed, but mixed with Oliver Twist? Never, like twist. never been twist! Yes! <laughs> so good! So she's an adult woman police officer who has to go undercover in an orphanage. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it! That would be so good! That is essentially that is what, what they, it ends up being, I'm suing. That's essentially what they keep trying to do with um, a Law & Order Special Victims Unit. <laughs> that they're clearly in their 40s, but they're like, hey kids, we're having fun at this rave, right? Yes, it's it's me, Mariska Hargitay. And yeah, I'm definitely she had little young. barrettes in her hair and she had a pacifier around her neck. <laughs> She's the one from Law and Order, right? That's not a CSI woman. No, you're right. Okay. I'm still trying to figure out how, in what way, this show is an adaptation of Oliver Twist. <laughs> because I genuinely don't understand. It's like if you told me we're making a modern version of Sherlock Holmes where he doesn't fight crimes and he's not addicted to drugs and he has never been to England. <laughs> yep. What? In what, they, like, they kind of did that, right? To become an adaptation of a thing, you have to have at least one aspect of that thing. Don't you? Mm, I guess not anymore. I, like, could you just go around saying, oh, well, I really like that thing you do, but that's mainly just because it's, you know, it's an adaptation of Shakespeare. Like, it's an adaptation of A Winter's Tale. Well, I mean, it doesn't have any co- elements in common with it, but that's that's what I like about it. 
Okay, so based on this premise, what's your favorite Shakespeare adaptation? Because I'm going to have to say Iron Man. (laughs) Yeah, I think my favorite Shakespeare adaptation is probably... Hmm... Iron Man is, uh, it's a successful adaptation of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? I bet you could make an argument that it actually is. Like... They're, they do have some I, elements No, you could make that <laughs> argument. I never could. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> well, if you imagine that, uh, uh, what is the guy's name in the cave who helps him build the suit? I always want to say Yen Sid, but that's the wizard from <laughs> Disney. It's, uh, Yin Sen. Yin Sen, thank you. If Yin Sen is really just Puck, and, uh, Tony Stark is Bottom... And the Iron Man suit is a donkey's head. No, it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's that, stupid. That made me think. Here, this this is gonna throw think. a wrench in your works because uh, Midsummer Night's Dream starred Batman, so mm, there's gonna be some there, DC Marvel a conflict here. Named Power Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, <laughs> that's you deserve. You should go to the penalty box for that. <laughs> is is there though? Wait, Louisa, in what way did um, did Midsummer Night's Dream star Batman? You're going to have to connect the dots here and remember the uh, movie version that came out in the 90s that starred Christian Bale. It had Christian Bale in it, that's right, because I was thinking about the movie version of Much Ado About Nothing that had Michael Keaton in it, yeah. and that was really confusing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that wasn't my oh, fault, God. though. <laughs> It wasn't anyone's Fox fault. Fox is also doing a King Arthur uh, modern day police procedural. This is awful. It's a King yeah. Arthur modern day procedural, but he's not a king and he doesn't have any interest Whoa. in the Holy Grail. Hold on. You can't do a modern day King Arthur police procedural. He has to be a lawyer because it has to be called King Arthur's court, right? Ah! Oh, you're right, though. Yeah. How could he not be a lawyer? They're just calling it Camelot. Ugh. What if you called it what if you called it X, the letter X, and then dash, and then caliber, or no dash, like mm-hmm. X caliber, like it's a bullet? Uh, that's an X-Men comic. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this will tell you all you need to know about the Oliver Twist p- police procedural. Okay. Writing duo Chad D- Damiani and J.P. Lavin, who are also adapting game Fruit Ninja as a movie, <laughs> will pen the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need to know about that to know Adapt- never to watch it. We're adapting Fruit Ninja as a movie. There's the wait. It's barely a game. The only the only thing you see in that game is fruit. Are they the characters? There's not even a ninja uh, you in that see game. A ninja at the high there probably speed. is now. It's probably got a whole racist backstory now. But mm, probably. But you're the ninja. Is this gonna? But you have a, a sifu or whatever. A sensei is. Wait. They made a fucking is... Angry Birds movie. That already happened. It is part of our lives now. Yeah, but yeah, I get that. But the Angry Birds are characters in the game, and they have a story. It's yep. stupid, but it's there. The in the Fruit Ninja, the only character is you, the player. Is this going to be like a first-person movie? Like a wait hard, a minute, don't you get a Hard s- Luck Harry or whatever it was called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hard Luck Harry. That's the name of the movie. Don't you get a sensei who get, can give you better swords? 
I don't think so. I think they just come up yeah. as icons that you click on. I don't think there's a character there's, there. Oh, there's a character. There's definitely a guy now. Hmm. Uh, there's definitely, like, your teacher boss guy. Hmm. I don't know if you okay. has a okay. character. It's though. called Hardcore Henry, and I was pretty close. What'd you say again? <laughs> I said Hard Luck Harry. <laughs> That's pretty close. And mine's probably more accurate, because doesn't he have his whole body blown off? At the beginning? You're thinking of RoboCop I've again. I've never seen that movie. You're thinking of RoboCop Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> no one's seen this movie, Jeff. No one has ever seen this movie. But I'm pretty sure the movie is about him having his whole body blown off. And then I think he's a fish man, and he gets robot parts. Gill and man. Becomes a Everyone officer. who has seen it is still yep. throwing up from motion sickness. He joins the BLPD. Yep, exactly. <laughs> okay, so... Can I read you the following paragraph about King Arthur, the police show? Yes, but also only if afterwards we get back to scripting the um, uh, the show about uh, monsters becoming police officers. Because yes. I genuinely think that has some legs. Yes, let's do it. Okay, you will, you will never be madder than you are after I read this sentence. <laughs> okay. When an ancient magic reawakens in modern-day Manhattan, uh-huh. a graffiti artist named Art must team with his best friend Lance and his ex-Gwen, an idealistic cop, in order to realize his destiny and fight back against the evil forces that threaten the city. Can I say I'm actually happier about that than I thought I would be? <laughs> you <laughs> you were ready for it. <laughs> Well, partially, yes, but also, I'm just happy that there's magic there, because I feel like at least that can make it make some sense. Yeah, like they're the American reincarnations of yeah. the King Arthur characters. Like, that, that's much more, that makes much more sense to me than the idea of an Oliver Twist that isn't an orphan and doesn't live in Dickensian London and doesn't learn to become part of a gang. Mm-hmm. So why would Dracula join the police force? I feel like with those sorts of things, what always happens is a threat so big, people have to team up. So there's some supernatural threat that all the monsters recognize. Can I make a controversial statement here? I think it's important for us to make it that there are no supernatural elements other than the monsters. <laughs> Can their wow. enemies so they're be not fighting? Yeah, that's. I think that's where a lot of shows go wrong is to be like, oh, well, we have supernatural good guys, so we have to have supernatural bad guys, too. I don't accept that. <laughs> I like the idea of the monster squad fighting against normal, mortal human beings. Always. There's never going to be another monster in this universe other than them. Okay. That show's gonna get so cancelled so fast. Why? That's amazing. Alright, how about this? You can't have a supernatural procedural without any supernaturals. Uh, there are supernaturals, Jeff. They're just the good guys. What if there's a terrorist organization that wants to poison people's blood? Mmm, okay, I like it. That would become a blood infection that could somehow harm uh, Dracula, and so therefore he's against that. that. That gets him on board. What if that's like the pilot episode and then he beats that that organization or so he thinks uh, and then like he uh, the, the the like police commissioner uh, commissioner uh, Van Helsing <laughs> uh, yeah. is like okay. good is like, you know what, Dracula, we got a lot done when we worked together. I think you should join my team. And Dracula's like, you know what? You're right. And then they like 
they come together at the end. Like, I don't want to... Uh, no, I think Dracula is more like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, there you go. Jeff, would you like to play the role of Dracula in this? Because <laughs> yes, you, you've got the voice of it down. I do have a widow's peak also. <laughs> there you and go. And I am a vampire. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> That's like all three of the things we need. How many yeah. um, medals do you have and various other Dracula trophies? <laughs> Yes. Uh, I got the blue ribbon for best vampire. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty uh, good. It's weird because you'd think it would have a red ribbon. I was going to say like, that. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> also, you won best vampire, but according to the rules of the supernatural in this show, you might be the only vampire in the world. Yes, you are. You are provably <laughs> the only vampire. There's no rules that say a vampire can't join the police force. I want it to be something where the first episode has to make huge logical and, like, (laughs) fantasy leaps to be able to get these fantasy creatures into this police force. And then episode two, it becomes just a normal, like, Law & Order style show. (laughs) Okay, so Wolfman is already a cop. He's just keeping his wolf nature a secret. I feel like you can get Frankenstein on board, too, because he did want to help humanity. Yeah, I think Frankenstein is the easiest one to get. I think Wolfman, like, yes, I think you could have him be a cop that just turns into a wolf anyway, but I think it's more fun if he's, like, kind of a 'er ne'er-do-well who's, like, always wolfing it up. And then a criminal informant. Yeah, something like that. Always surfing on top of squad cars. Exactly. (laughs) He's Frankenstein's criminal informant. Yeah, and, like, Frankenstein, maybe, maybe he, like, has been alive since the Victorian period, and he's, like, still fighting crime, but now he's joined the, uh, I'm gonna say, what do you think, like, New Mexico police? I'm trying to decide where in the world this would be best set. Uh, it would be a city that is in an indeterminate state, and it's called New Transylvania. No. (laughs) No. Yeah, no, it Uh, is. How about- What about Madison, Wisconsin? Well, keeping in keeping with the RoboCop theme, how about Detroit? Because they got a lot of troubles. Yeah, maybe Detroit is the way to go. And monsters aren't afraid of it's humans. It's got to be somewhere. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere with water, so that the Gill Man can get in on this action. Detroit has a, a rock city. No, Detroit has a <laughs> river or something. Yeah, they're right next to Lake Michigan or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, he'd love yeah. that. He could eat all kinds of weird fish. Yeah, he could get totally poisoned by lead. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't mind. <laughs> Wait, lead? Mercury? You're, Wait, think, wasn't... you're thinking of the Flint water crisis with the lead yeah, pipes. I know, but Detroit is oh. also in Michigan. Yeah, uh, no, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> oh, okay. Jeff is the one who's wrong. I see. <laughs> I thought he was getting the poisoning from eating the fish. Oh, no. He's getting the poisoning from the poison. Ooh, I want later in the season for there to be an episode where they can't get into this drug dealer's house, especially Dracula, because he can't get in unless invited. But the because Gilman... there's so much, so much garlic on the door. Also, yes, Gilman can get in through the toilet because he knows all the pipes under the whole city. <laughs> yeah, and especially if he's like, I can get in through the toilet, and then he like climbs down into the storm drain, and it like takes. It, it's very cumbersome for him to get down there, <laughs> and then like we do not see anything else until he's opening the door. Yep, and there's no explanation of how he got through the pipes the small pipes to come up out of the toilet and no one ever asks the question it just does not come up 
I want to see his head coming up out of the toilet, like in Creature from the Black Lagoon when he comes out of the lagoon. No, that's going to be too uh, cartoony, though. All right. We don't have the special effects uh, Hold on. There's that. no such thing as too cartoony in this concept. <laughs> I'm saying I want this to be really hard-boiled. Everything about it, including the, co- the, the monster squad. I'd like to float something out here that uh, when you said you don't know how the Gilman gets places, that gave me an idea. What do you think about Santa Claus joining the Monster Squad? Yes! <laughs> I'm 100% into that. I'm, I'm back, I guess. My computer just, like, all froze up for some reason. For, Wait, like, he's, saying, there. he's saying he's back, just like the Backstreet Boys did before <gasps> they turned into monsters. That's think true. about it. And what? who was on their team? A Gilman? Yes. A Mummy? Yes. Dracula? They didn't have a yes. Gilman. They had... They did not. Listen, they did listen not. to me. Their interpretation of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde had Mr. Hyde being like a scaly Gilman. He was... You cannot, no, no. But I wanted to get to the point where I said the extra one was a Phantom of the Opera. Do we want a Phantom of the Opera on our team? Oh, maybe. What if all of the extra monsters are just bad guy of the week, but they don't have supernatural powers, they're just wearing the costumes? Hmm. That's not bad. Yeah, that's right. Like Santa Claus is just like a drug runner. (laughs) Santa Claus can't be a bad guy. Santa Claus has to be on the Monster Squad. How? Okay. I'm genuinely still angry that a movie called Monster Squad came out and it wasn't about a squad of police officers who were monsters. That How do you use such a great name and not during the scripting, you look at the header of your page and you're like, wait, that's an infinitely better idea for a movie and then throw away your typewriter and then get a new typewriter to write a better movie on. <laughs> Hold on. That's hold on. That old typewriter is tainted how now. Typewriters work. <laughs> yes, this typewriter is full of stupid ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been poisoned by my bad ideas. Yep. Uh, so who are we casting in this? Obviously, we've got to get the uh, original Gerber baby, John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he going to be? A Wolfman? I think he should be Frankenstein. Okay, I can see it. Uh, I was gonna say he should be Dracula. No, I think that's too obvious. That's who you would expect John Cusack to be playing. I think the whole show... Okay, the heart the heart of this show is Frankenstein and Dracula, like, representing the two different approaches to policing and sort of, like, having to come together and find common ground. Mm-hmm. What if instead of Frankenstein, it's Bride of Frankenstein? Okay, I'm listening. And uh, you know who's ready for a leading role on television? Jamie Lee Curtis. I thought you were going to say Joan Cusack. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that would be great too. It could be Joan and John Cusack. (laughs) But they're not playing people who are related to each other at all. Oh, wait, that's Well, they would be in too heavy makeup anyway. (laughs) Yes. What do you guys think about. Okay, I think this is a person who really should be on a procedural show. What do you think about Esapatha Murkison? Yes. Who? She was on one of their Law and Orders. That was the joke. Oh, I see. She could be a great Gilman. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what about uh, Elizabeth Gilman? Is that a person? Hmm, Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, that might be who I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, she's not an actor. Isn't there an actor whose last name is Gilman? Maybe. Probably. Look it up. 
I am. We have a friend whose last name is Gilman, and she did not appreciate me uh, referencing that name as the Gilman joke. <laughs> Wait, you've made Gilman jokes before now? Yes. Because I love that he's called the Gilman because it's very bad. <laughs> okay. Oh, guys, I was clearly thinking of Kip Gilman. You know. Mm, yeah. You know, Kip Gilman, that actor we all have heard of. <laughs> Hollywood sweetheart. Yeah, he was on Bones, apparently. Well, I watched Bones. Who was this? <laughs> I gotta look him up he, now. He was on a single episode of Bones, <laughs> as probably a corpse. Yep. Gilman. No, all their corpses are just skeletons, that's why it's Bones. Really? Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah. That seems stupid. How do they explain the supernatural elements when they crossed over with Sleepy Hollow? I stopped watching not? by then, and I really hope that they didn't, because uh, the show was always about hard science. How did they explain why one of them is from the Starship Enterprise? Um, what? And the other one is a vampire. Yes. What? Bones. Oh, okay. I was oh, like, that Bones. I was trying I to figure out the when... the actor was someone from... Yeah, I was trying to figure out when Emily Deschanel had ever done anything on Star Trek. Yeah, remember when she played Seven of Nine? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, she might have been on Star Trek. Everyone has been. It's true. All right, guys, I think we've got a lot of work to do, so we're going to let our audience go <laughs> like we're holding them hostage. <laughs> yep, we've got a lot um, of uh, things to uh, figure out with this yep. uh, casting. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Seeing Reddit. If you did, please tell your friends uh, and rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes and all that stuff. I was thinking the other day, we spent a lot of time plugging at the end of our episode, even though none of us have anything to plug of value. So <laughs> mm, I'm just going to say, uh, follow us and stuff. And if you want to email us, you probably already know how. Bye. Okay. Yeah, follow my things also. Bye. <laughs> All right, and yeah, follow me on Twitter, I guess. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're all saying bye now, also. <laughs> That's also a new thing. It's our new thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, el eliminate the end phrase and just say bye. We'll all say bye in turn. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.
my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It caught on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match From my laboratory in the castle east the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flash They did the mash They did the monster mash The zombies were having fun In a The party had just begun Guest included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. Wow. The scene was rocky, all were digging the sounds. Wow. Igor on chains, back by his baying hounds. Wow. The coffin bangers were about to arrive, wow. but their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five, they played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It caught on in a flash They played the mash They played the monster mash oh. Out from his coffin rack's voice did ring oh. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing oh. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said oh. Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash It's now the monster mash The monster mash And it's a graveyard smash It's now the mash it's caught on in a flash It's now the match It's now the monster match Now everything's cool, Jack's a part of the band And my monster mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them what is said Then you can mash Then you can monster mash The monster mash And do my graveyard smash Then you can mash You'll catch on in a flash Then you can mash Then you can monster mash